0: I'm Chris Tarbell, and I never listen to None Taken.
1: Hey. Hey. What's up? I just figured I'd call you instead of texting since last time I did that, you didn't have your phone. Oh,
0: no, I got it. I'm getting
1: on right now. <laughs> oh, shit, look at this. Oh, hey, buddy.
2: Hey.
1: Hey. hey. Well, look who decided to show. Let
0: me become pregnant.
2: Yo, yo. What's
1: going on on the uh, MSNBC's of the world?
2: Oh, well, they're talking about the abortion pill stuff oh. and uh, the uh the uh, Trump uh deposition today in New York. And, Wait, Trump had his own uh, he had
1: a deposit he he was in court today
2: or his lawyer. Yeah. Right? Uh, he was like 7 hours, I think. What? Yeah, and uh Latisha James the um there's he's been sued for it's, it's a it's a civil trial oh, or this, lawsuit this, okay this is they're suing him for like 250 million dollars and that and they want to prevent him from running a business in New York and his kids okay ever again man he's got a lot on his plate man
1: <laughs> yeah he does that's uh <laughs> you're on MSNBC did I nail that or is that CNN
2: that was CNN actually
1: nice. I, look at you. I uh I- I'm surprised they weren't doing the what we're doing the show about
2: Oh, they did that also.
1: Uh, Oh, do you want to let the listeners know who him is? We have an interview.
2: (laughs) Yeah, we got Chris Tarbell, a former special agent for the FBI and cybersecurity professional uh, who we've had on the show before. Um, And this time we thought, man... What, what who, who's a better guy to call with the headlines happening right now with these uh these leaks right um so yeah you what may you not know it? but
1: this, this man's a spy, spy. he's an undercover he's agent with the FBI. FBI he's been sent down <laughs> here to infiltrate the Ku Klux Klan all right that's uh damn it I said it was David Allen Co last time it's Charlie Daniels <laughs> make sure I slander the right person uh, right, right I right. do have an opening sound for ye oh um Let's I, hear it. okay hold on.
0: Oh shit! There's no video of President Trump sucking a ding
2: dong. <laughs> Silence oh, from God. his guest. I never sucked any ding dongs, but I'll tell you, if they were gonna blackmail me to start World War 3 about one. I'd say, hey, I sucked a ball, golf ball through a freaking garden hose.
0: Y'all let me in his damn house. Should we
1: hit record? Yeah, one, two. Let's three. rape
2: possums.
1: All right, you ready? I am ready. Are you recording? I always think that's you. Yes. <laughs> right, well, you want to start a show?
2: Let's start a show. That podcast is filling your head with garbage. I got all the, nope,
0: well, like the wings, I just ain't got to me. No
2: offense taken there.
1: Well, it sounds like not taken. I got all the wings, I just ain't got to
2: green. I got all the wings, I just ain't got to Ask him how to say the same thing. The ways I just hang out the maze.
1: Welcome to the Friday Headlines Roundup Edition of Not Taken. Where every week my good friend Alan wrangles up. Headlines? I said just a little bit of headlines because this week we got an interview with Chris Tarbell. it's every week, I listen to 13 hours of podcast today, and Alan listens three watches three hours of cable news, so you don't have to. Your antidote to mainstream media. Oh man, I'm so excited for this one. Someone put a nickel in me, man. It has been (laughs) quite the week of news, and we happen to know a guy. That happens to know a thing or two about a thing or two that have been making all the headlines today. So, uh, if you'll, if you'll spare me just this moment, Alan. So another Friday is upon us. What'll you be doing, Smithers? Oh, I'm gonna get Some this day, weekend. No what? What? You know, lighthearted, fancy-free. My Mothers, mother. lock up your daughters. Smithers is on the town. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Exactly, sir.
1: <laughs> oh, man. It is so nice to look forward to a weekend and not be on call. Like, today I was happy. I was like, it's Friday, Junior, man. Tomorrow's going to be Friday. <laughs> like, I was gonna, we're going to go to, do, uh, we're doing a burlesque show on Friday. Like I mentioned, uh, Rebecca, who came on here, uh, Dolly's niece, she's going to be doing a show down the street from us. After that, we're going to go down to D's. Uh, we're probably going to D's the next yeah. day. Yeah, it's going to be a fucking great weekend, man. We're going to paint the, the shed in the backyard. Alan, we're going to paint the shed. going to paint the shed red. And paint, and paint Natasha white. What? Nothing. I kind of quoting a Kid (laughs) Rock song. It's something for the sheriff because I ain't right. Gonna paint the town red and paint his wife white. You know this, you know, because he's gonna be a cowboy baby and he hates uh,
2: Bud Light. He's really, really pissed off at Bud Light. Yes. So stupid.
1: So stupid. (laughs) (laughs) I don't care about any beer enough to be like, ah, politically, I hate this beer. Especially Bud Light? I know. I know. I know i know i i grew up drinking coors light because i would go to the desert and you want something that tastes like water and then people would criticize Mm. it and i'd be like all right you win it doesn't taste good fine i don't care oh and then my friend when i moved to detroit everybody drinks miller light there so i started drinking miller light it's fine like it's just it's all we're not talking about anything good like don't fucking all right whatever all right all right (laughs) um well uh i know you got these headlines i say uh we already planned on this so let's uh I'm going to move the show sheet up to where all our questions belong and lie. And I'm going to admit our friend here into the uh, conversation.
2: Sweet. Let's go.
1: Christopher. That's the way Tony says it in Sopranos. Christopher.
0: Hey guys! Hey, how's What's it going? Up? This crazy. This story broke so fast, dude. Right?
2: It's unbelievable. Like we we were just talking about that. We like, were just talking to ourselves like,
1: about how how fortunate we feel. We're like, I don't know. I mean, I hit up Chris yesterday. I'm like, if we asked him today, he'd probably be like, sorry, fucking no time, man.
0: <laughs> yeah i like i can't even touch these stories we can't turn around podcasts fast enough we look like idiots sometimes you know saying old information and uh, right, 12 right. hours later the whole story's fucking changed uh, blown up i, I oh, will say we this week's up.
1: episode of hacker in the fed was pretty good without this being in it though and we'll, we'll get to i have something about that at the end of the show actually uh yeah we, that was great i liked yeah, it too yeah we are rolling right now if you're fine jumping right into it yeah let's do it cool 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 um, I don't know, Alan, uh, you, you're, you know, when we worked together in retail, I was always the one that hated doing interviews and I'd be like, Hey, can you interview this kid? <laughs> you, you you set things up. Can you break the ice? Can you do that? And I'll just jump in with a couple of jabs.
2: Yeah. I mean, so obviously the big story of the week is the, uh, the leaks, um, that occurred. Um, we now have the, a person arrested and in custody, uh, today, um, but we want to have you on the show because obviously you're a cybersecurity professional and a former, you know, FBI special agent. Uh, so perfect, <laughs> right in your wheelhouse. This whole story, right? Um, so let's get into it. Let's talk about um, sort of. Wh- so the first, I guess first question: Where do you think this leak uh, ranks among, you know, say the Pentagon Papers, WikiLeaks, Snowden, that kind of stuff? Um, where would you where would you put this?
0: I think it's very high. I think so, from what I'm seeing now, I've not read any of the documents. I stay away from as soon as people say there's classified documents on the internet, I will not <laughs> click on anything. Either they're trolling Fair. you to try to get you on some some leak, or Fair. they want you to look at classified information. I don't want to look at that shit. Right, um, right. I've seen enough in my life. So uh, this one's going to be high. I mean, it's so sensitive with all of our allies. With if they, you know what they're talking about, you know uh, stuff we're doing with the Chinese. There's a Chinese hypersonic missile they're talking about. Did they uh, did, did they talk Ukraine, about it Russian Russian actually hitting relations. a
1: target? Because my understanding is those missiles get like within 50 miles of the target and they're like close good like was there any (laughs) update on that in there
0: well i think it's more of a you know shoot them at america if they're hypersonic yeah they can't um, stop you know we can't shoot them down yeah so close is good too fast so yeah exactly well you know especially they got enough of them no i think yeah i think this is going to be a big one i think this is going to be you know WikiLeaks. you know well i don't want to talk about WikiLeaks. i'm too intimately involved in that case Mm. so yes
1: but it's right there. Is All it right. like Vault 7? Cuz like, I mean, the everybody's still upset about Vault 7, right? Yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's I, yeah, it's I don't think we're going to know to the end of of exactly what's out there, um, how bad this is going to be, but, but right now it's more than just embarrassing. Hmm. Yeah.
2: It's no. it's a problem. I mean, Ukraine's going to have to uh probably change some of their operations. Uh we have damaged relations with with other uh countries, um countries like South Korea and Israel. Um, who, Yeah, who publicly didn't really want to say that they were backing Ukraine. Um, so he, now we have, you know, from these leaks, apparently they were perhaps sending uh, weapons, other sorts of help. Um, so very problematic, very problematic. One of the worst things with classified information being leaked like this is sometimes
0: it's single sourced, meaning mm-hmm. that if the other country can read it, they'll know exactly. Like who gave that information yeah. up? Right, and yeah. you know that they're they're killing people. I mean, the they're, they're little people could die from this yeah. because those other countries find out that they're the source. You know, they're a leak to the
2: to the United States. Yeah. Literally putting assets, lives on the line because mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So
1: absolutely. so what? I mean, so I mean, initially I was going to ask you who did this. We know that now it's this Jack uh, Texera, Jack the Dripper, as he was called on his uh, <laughs> his online account, a uh, 21 year old National Guard airman in Massachusetts. Um, but maybe more of a question for you, if you can, if, if you know this, do you, do you know the full chain of where this was leaked from initially and then what leaks followed uh, later on? Um, do, are you, are you, are you informed on that at all?
0: I just know it's publicly available. I don't know any yeah. information, but we, we can go off that sure. if you want. Yeah. So apparently Jack was uh, went by the name OG in a discord channel that he wrote, say the name um, of the channel. Come on,
1: was- say the name of the channel. Sorry. Say it in your best <laughs> FBI voice.
0: Mm-hmm. So so we have the, the suspect, uh, OG, the leader of Thug Shaker Central.
1: So. <laughs> uh, listeners, if you haven't, go ahead and Google the meme Thug, sha- thug Shaker. It's worth your time. Yeah, yeah it's good for your browser <laughs> history.
0: <laughs> yeah, it would have been better if the uh, Attorney General read that today, but I guess they may have told him
2: what that meant. That would have been fantastic. That would have been fantastic. Uh, okay, so... I guess my... my- I guess my first question really is why the why did twenty one year old kid, pretty low ranking airman, have access to this kind of information? Like, how does that happen?
0: I mean, so from what I I read that he had he was a guy that ran uh, fiber cables. Um, right. He was uh, that so he would have access to the systems the, to test them and all that. Um, or people, I mean, sometimes they get sloppy. He has access to places where people leave him in offices. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the papers are printed out and sitting there, but he's got to lay cable through there. Um, But I mean, he went through a background check. Yeah, yeah, he's young. um, But Mm -hmm. I mean, we need people to lay fiber cables at at Navy at Air Force bases. Um, You know, he had that skill set. He anytime anyone has access to classified information, they're read in they you you're read in and you're told what you do. You told what the punishment is that if you do it and you're told that, hey, if you leak this stuff, people could die. And if if that morally doesn't, you know, get to you, then there's something wrong with you.
2: OK, so that's interesting. So you so he actually had to have been aware of the consequences for these actions um, just based on the access that he had.
0: Yeah. So there's a whole bunch of different levels of of classification. And then there's compartments within like the top secret clearances. Right. And if you have access to dark documents in those, you know, classifications, yeah, you're told that, you know, this could if this gets out, you know, this can happen to you. You're going to go to jail. You know, it's treason. It's espionage. They scare the shit out of you and you know well for good reason right (laughs) yeah i mean it's well yeah i mean it's it's national secrets so
2: i mean so previous leaks have happened through like thumb drives or i don't know burning to a dvd or something like that this looks like, like it was just paper apparently how does how can that be combated i guess what can they do to stop that sort of leak from happening
0: well, the hard part that the, what I was seeing originally is he was handwriting all the stuff down. Right. That's crazy. Right. Um, and what are you going to do to stop somebody from you know handwriting? So you know you control things like you don't allow you, you know in a skiff that's where classified information stored and, and passed around. You're not allowed to bring your cell phone in. You leave it outside the door in a box. Um, so you can't take pictures of it. You can't do that right. you, if if you see somebody with a thumb drive, you know, you, it's a violation unless it's clearly marked top secret And you can only go in top-secret machines and that sort of thing But if he's handwriting things that he's seen I don't know how you saw you do you frisk people do you you I mean, I know you know The CIA <laughs> has some sort of stuff where they're like people are going through x-rays on the way out those fucking I'm airport Scanners handwritten paper,
1: you can't have your yeah. boarding pass in your pocket when you go through those airport scanners They'll pat you down. It happened to me. I'm like damn I'm wearing denim and you can see that shit that means they can totally see wow. if I'm circumcised. They can't do
0: anything. Yeah, you you leave, leave it. it in your pocket, so they do it with the pad down. I know that trick. Well, I do it's, it myself.
1: It's hilarious. They're, like, stopping to look at my carry-on because I had, like, uh, too big of a thing of lotion in there. And I'm like, I have a quarter of mushrooms that I'm trying to bring back to Tennessee. And
2: you guys didn't notice that, but all right.
0: All right.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. sorry uh maybe don't tell former Why? You know, special agent the fbi that what? i don't know oh, <laughs> he's like own. their own. <laughs> yeah see he's like former <laughs> he's former cool Z-boy. alan he's cool exactly. uh, he's, so cool. <laughs> he's so cool
1: i got I'm a question for you so um i saw a thing and maybe this isn't um very accurate uh i don't know how much you can even talk to the accuracy of this but i saw a thing where they Part of how they pinpointed where this guy was, because in the, in the leaked pictures of the documents, you could see his countertop and they matched that countertop to other pictures to confirm that it was his countertop in real life. And I was like, dude, you know, his he's, he's the admin of the discord server. Like, I I suppose you could use a fake name, but you could just check the name of the admin of the discord server and probably have a good idea who the guy is. Am I naive?
0: Yeah, but it it no, it adds on to the affidavit. I mean, you, they, they wrote an affidavit quickly this afternoon, and to match counters, you know, aspects inside someone's house. That that's a big part of it, you know. Okay. And okay. I've always told people that I find it very strange that I have to get a search warrant to look inside your house, or I log into your wife's Facebook account <laughs> and I can see all the pictures <laughs> I want uh, inside your house. And and I've done it that way. I've looked at bad guys, you know, spouses and and kids Facebook pages or something, just to see if I can get details, even safety reasons. Like, how's the house laid out? If I know if I'm going to execute a search warrant. There. I want to know what the inside of the house looks like and where people could hide.
2: Yeah, it's amazing the amount of data that people just give up on the on their own on social media yeah. and share, right? Yeah. I mean,
0: on everything. Like I mean, think about you, you you wear like a watch that tells people how fast you run and your pulse and all that. I mean, some very sensitive data and you just give that over to what XYZ company uh that is, you know, taking your app. I mean Right, right. It's, yeah. it's, it people bitch and moan about privacy and Alexa in their house and all that, and they just give up this other personal information, which I, you know, some of uh, you know, our you know national security stuff is ha- we've had problems that way. Uh, those like Fitbits and things like that, you know, they they kind of maybe marketed them towards military guys, and they can kind of tell when you know military mm. guys are clustering up or about to go oh, to deployment mm. or something oh, like that. Oh wow, like special forces, they, yeah. you know, right, right it goes that far
1: so not just their, their their heart rate data things like that but they'll know they'll say well this one is there and they're all this close to each other they're all at this hotel that is next to you know a deployment base or whatever yeah oh, or they're
0: not taking a six six a.m run every, every morning like they did on their downtime they're starting to you know ramp up because they're going to deploy and right. things like that
2: right mm. these oh, wow. other
0: nations man Dude. they are doing all this stuff with it with the data that we're giving them so I, it's
2: scary right. that was an yeah because it has gps aspect. data the whole thing yeah, yeah. wow yeah That's a lot. So
1: people are, I've heard, so I've listened to news sources that I find to be very credible. And then I also listened to the New York Times talk about this this morning. And the New York Times (laughs) said that this was just a few dozen pages. And it's really not that many pages, but it's the fact that it's so current that makes it so valuable. Um, And I think that they're lying. Um, Isn't it only a few dozen pages that have been... Found and reported by news agencies, there were there was like over a hundred pages that were disseminated. Correct?
0: Yeah, I'm hearing like there was like 107 in February, and then another 38 someplace else, and then five here, and a couple dozen there. But I, I think some of that that numbers are you know as they got passed from Discord to Discord, you know, right. they're probably going to change. But it, uh, yeah, it's definitely well over a hundred. Okay. But who, who cares about yeah, the the, no. the number? It's the quality. I mean, it's right. you know. Yeah, you know the the one sheet that has all the nuclear launch codes. Oh, it's not a big deal. It's only one page. Yeah, you
1: yeah.
2: know, it's a big freaking deal. Just to be yeah. clear, that
1: wasn't in this, right?
0: No, uh, <laughs> yeah,
1: not right. that
2: I'm aware. <laughs> okay. <of. laughs> How strange is it that it was initially shared on a Discord server? I mean, to like ever... seventeen-year-old
1: to try to impress racist seventeen-year-olds, right?
2: Have you ever had situations where you were able to collect data through Discord? Like, is is that common?
0: Um. Discord, not so you kind of need an inside information. Like, no one's yeah. really kind of like monitoring Discord channels, these private Discord channels. I mean, I don't think Discord's going through and monitoring that. So, you know, the reason this got out is someone, you know, on that Discord and that private chat, your group of friends shared it right. um, on a public and, you know, platform.
1: It, they it migrated well, in to a like different
0: Discord and or it, it migrated, or something. To some of the guys saw it. But I mean, you know, this stuff happens all the time. I had a friend of mine whose daughter was in a private Snapchat channel or I think Snapchat and someone took a picture of it and she got in trouble because uh, at school because something she said. This is amongst a group of friends. So yeah, right. you know, be careful. You know, that's a, that's a there's trust, a rat in your unit. No that's a fact. Exactly.
2: <laughs> fair, fair. Um some of these documents are marked with uh, SI like signals intelligence. What does that mean?
0: Um so it's you know, it's just what it says I I having a, a a clearance I don't know like sometimes explaining there are top level, top secret clearances where just the name of the compartment is a secret and you can't mm. say it um so I mean a signal intelligence would be something taken from a you know a signal a wire or something like that versus like hu- human intelligence is mm. like uh human you know they they just they just shorten all the names you know human
2: intelligence yeah. so that's so like radio traffic or something like that
0: Even, you know, internet traffic would be signal, signal
2: Uh,
1: But as opposed to, like, an actual person on the ground that met someone and made notes. Okay, as opposed to that. Got it. Uh,
0: Um, it, It's it's sort of good. It's to give it strength. Like, mm. you know, this source is this. This source is that. So, you know.
1: So most of these were all signals intelligence. Does that tell us anything about the source? Or does that tell our adversaries or fucking our allies that are mad at us? Does that give them an idea of how to narrow it down as to what the source was? I mean they're all clues huh? They could be. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. yeah, it's all clues that they'll be used and you know everyone's going to be changing their systems. There's you know any of this stuff is coming out of North Korea, definitely people are going to have missiles shot at them or or dogs what <laughs> you know put on Dude, them. Dude, they killed so, all the people uh, that we'll uh see.
1: failed to I just I just heard this today. They were talking I was listening to a podcast talking about the uh the, like New- north korea's nuclear status and they're like by the way no one's ever seen any of the negotiators after uh hanoi where they failed the negotiations all the people on the north korea side are gone thanks john bolton like great job backing out of that <laughs> just being like sorry we didn't get what we want fuck all you you get to die like uh, yeah. um what so okay do you have any uh, if you don't have any insight do you have any intuition about what motivated this i mean i know we've kind of said there the, I, I think it's kind of been presumed that it was all just trying to flex um i know there's other leaks where people are on these video games where it's like strategy games they keep linking data about tanks and like <laughs> uh, stealth bombers and shit this is different than that this wasn't necessarily trying to flex or um, um settle an argument those guys are always arguing oh this tank does this it's like, oh yeah well i have this top secret paper from my job those are those are separate leaks this almost seemed to be just like Hey guys, hey seventeen-year-olds, don't you think I'm cool? Like, have you heard any any more to prove that, or that's that is what you're hearing, right?
0: That's what I'm hearing. Is it was just to show off to these kids, like what's, what sort of access I have, you know? And a lot of people are bitching and moaning about this twenty-one with twenty-one-year-olds, all this access. I can see it. I mean, when you're twenty-one and yeah. young, you you don't realize you think you're a man, you know, no repercussions. Right. And also, so, he, you know.
1: twenty-one. He's been in the military for three years at least, probably right, like. And you know, I, I said, at least he's been in the military for three years, right? Like, you know, that's not that's not nothing, right? I mean, you could easily get into a position where you could get your hands on some classified information if you have a three year long career,
0: right? I mean, if he had the, he, if he had the need to access it and he was read in, you can get in in the first couple months. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not you pass the clearance, they pass the background, you know, none of the flags go up, but, you know, they'll revamp that whole system now. Um, and they'll add something in. It's you know, kind of like taking our shoes off at the airport. You know, a knee jerk yeah. reaction. Now they're going to put an age minimum, on, probably on people with with top secret
2: clearances. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no doubt that something will be coming down the pipe there. Um, I, I've read some reporting that at least some, one of the two of the documents seems to have been altered um, since it was an, initially posted. Um, have you read anything about that? or aware of anything about that?
0: I saw it, and that's uh, same as you. I've heard it. Yeah. You know, maybe altered, and you know. You know, if I'm, if, if one of the, a few of these documents are embarrassing, you know, if I was the US government, I think I would come out and say, oh, this isn't what it originally said. It's altered. Uh, that would be my first ah, play, you okay. know, like, oh, that wasn't me. <laughs> did not really say that. what it said.
2: Yeah. <laughs> so my, that cons- actually makes a lot of sense.
0: My
1: conspiracy hat goes on a little bit with some of this. So, I mean, as you can imagine with this subject, um, domestically, when this first broke, The first stories I heard about this was, hey, Russia's not doing so great in the war. And then like the next day, they're like, oh, also Ukraine's not doing well. I mean, we're not doing well. Um, And then it was like, well, why did you do the other one first when obviously like you had seen everything at the beginning? And it just made me wonder, do you think stories like this get finessed by the headline writers from pressure from the government? Um, Or am I just a wackadoo?
0: No, it's all about where the source is, where the, where, who's writing it. You can read one on one side and one on the other. Like, I read something on more of a, uh, a liberal side, and it's all about how this guy loved guns, and he's a gun nut, and gun this, and gun that. And then you go over to Fox and read something on there, and it's like, you know, just, you know, doesn't even mention guns. He's from you know, Massachusetts, he's really it. clearly
2: a liberal. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I got you. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> yeah.
0: exactly. So, yeah, everyone puts their spin on it.
2: Yeah, I have been reading some people on the right saying that, you know, this guy's a, he's a, He's a Christian. He, he's white, so clearly he's an enemy of the Biden administration. And like, trying to trying to portray him as more of a hero, and I think, that makes any sense by what we know, at least so far, the story.
0: He's a goddamn traitor. So <laughs> you can hang him in the middle of Times Square.
1: You think it'll be a quick trial? <laughs> I, I like mean, they really. I, okay, well, but so with that spirit oh. in mind, I. I don't see any credence to it, but people are saying, oh, he's a Patsy. I'm like, Patsy in what way? Um, is there any conceivable, like, obviously, we don't, we haven't had a trial or anything like yet, that yet, but this seems pretty open and shut, no?
0: I guess I'm not the guy to ask about yeah. that. I arrested a guy typing on the keyboard, uh, running a billion-dollar website, and never <laughs> thought he would go to trial, but look what happened.
2: Yeah, yeah. So just actually... <laughs> So would he be tried like by the military or would he go through traditional courts? How does that work?
0: I tried to look that up. I, I you know, with the FBI arrest that, you know, it's a criminal arrest. There was a criminal arrest warrant. So it wasn't, right. it was not a military arrest. Um, so he's not going to have you know, Tom Cruise think,
1: trying to, you know, get him to break in court.
0: <laughs> I'm sure they're both going to take a swipe at him just to make sure that, the, you know, to send mm. a message on this one. Yeah,
2: that would make sense. That would make sense.
1: Well, I'm sure there's going to be a lot more to break out on this over the next few days, and we are kind of limited by what we know at this time. Um, I do have some other questions to ask you about. Alan, do you have more on this subject, or am I Russian? Uh, no, let's roll. Let's roll. Okay. Um, well, you know what? I, I want to get to something else in a little bit, but can we first... Uh, Is there anything new on hacker in the Fed you'd like to plug Um, the the newest episode was fucking great. Um, You had uh, hacking people hacking Bing results. That was actually you guys went on to some other stuff and you acted like those were bigger deals. I feel like being able to hack the Bing results to alter what the answers are on any queries is a bigger deal. But you also had uh, proxy hacking, garage doors and car hacking. Do you want to talk about any of that here?
0: Sure, I'm happy to. Yeah, you know, Hector Montague and I have a podcast Hacker in the Fed, um, and we just cover stories and we we talk to people kind of in cyber. Um, mm-hmm. We recently had the CISO of New York City on. She's a, a a woman who's made her way up to this very you know powerful position because we get a lot of questions of how to get into cybersecurity. That was a good interview. Um, you know. Especially like like how how do I get my daughters and in, in more involved into you know this sort of thing because it's a very man driven world. Um, so you know it was great to have her on. We had a professor on that talked about you know that path if they wanted to go that way. Um, and then, you know, in the middle, we we'll do we do a lot of listener questions. We love answering listener questions um, because it just opens up the subjects. Um, but this week, yeah, we talked about you know the hackers, uh, you know found a, a flaw in a garage door, so they go to open garage doors uh, and how they built a the device to break into the uh, computer systems of cars. And you can now unlock and steal cars from a headlight, um, which I thought was pretty cool. That's, that's um, just get access to the two wires in the back of a headlight, and you can steal the car within seconds. I used to deliver pizzas, um, and cool.
1: every time I'd come home, come back to the shop from a, from a run, from a delivery run, we had a guy that would come out, and he'd open up my fucking Honda, and I'd just be like, I'd come back to do my next run, and he'd be sitting in the car, I'd be like, Can you stop doing this? Like, he's like, It's easy. I'm like, Stop proving that. Like,
2: I don't want to know that it's yeah, that easy. Yeah. Um, you also revealed on that at least latest episode that uh you and hector have like an hour chat before you actually get in the episode that you don't release man you should put that on the patreon yeah. dude. i would I, pay I, for oh. a premium hacker in the hell yeah. yeah hell yeah
0: <laughs> we'd probably either go to jail or be canceled in the first th- 30, <laughs> 30 seconds you know Not some of the a, shit we talk about
1: i'd say no, no, nobody in the group would rat on you except the entire well, subject
0: of this interview probably
1: shows that right. you can't trust that <laughs>
2: Uh, yeah. yeah, it gets leaked on in 4chan, and then it's all over, man. Uh, That's the
0: downside of the whole thing. You, you, know, you can't have a private conversation on a podcast anymore, damn it.
2: Speaking of,
1: um, <laughs> Alan, you said the word leaked. Uh, hey, Chris, have you ever peed your pants in a... I did. A... <laughs> well, i told one story about when I
0: peed my pants. I know, I peed my pants but our listeners haven't heard it. That. Come
1: on, let's hear it. Is Peeing your pants is cool, and we want to know what happened.
0: <laughs> well, that day I was Miles Davis, so... yeah no uh, on a search out in oklahoma and um you know it was uh we were at a guy's house a doctor's house we're doing a medical thing um medical fraud or something we were out there for like 10 12 hours and you don't pee in 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 a search site you never pee in a search site because you know your dick ends up on a webcam somewhere Mm, Um, nothing like a raid jacket with you stand in there with you know with your dick out so um End of the day, me and my buddy Aaron. It was kind of icy and getting snowy that day. We um, we pulled across the street uh, to, to take a piss, and uh, he was in the passenger seat, and I went out to the back of the van and started peeing. But again, long day, so I leaned up against the van. Um, lo and behold, I didn't realize I parked on a sheet of ice, so I was pushing the van down into the street. <laughs> oh, um, <no. laughs> and so I'm peeing, the van's going to the street. Aaron's about to die. Uh, had to make a quick decision. Do I, you know, put myself away? uh or and jump in the van or do i stand there and finish peeing and because i'm not a guy that can cut it off um, <laughs> That's I, I put it away you know pissed right down the my whole leg um into the, jumped in the van and was able to turn out of the way we had about a 30 minute drive in the heat so that <laughs> I hot piss smelled and so like I just didn't want to stand there for the rest of the night with people asking me, Did you piss your pants? <laughs> so I, I walked in about five hundred agents and I just declared, Yes, I did piss my pants. <laughs> and, uh,
2: and You know, and sometimes it's better just to get it out of the way.
0: It's I found that ripping the band aid off works for me. Um, you know, it's just too <laughs> embarrassing to not to not do that. So Can I can I tell you yeah, we pissed piss my by-
1: we we I, I didn't i didn't manage to get it inside my pants uh but i um i was doing what you were doing at the back of that van once in an alley in downtown detroit parts of detroit are nice downtown detroit not so much alley in between two dumpsters also i have a shy bladder if anybody was able to see me probably wasn't able to go uh so i'm doing my business <laughs> down this alley cop car drives by the end of the alley reverses stops me uh and then I got to have a probation officer interview me for an hour and a half in lieu of being registered as a sex offender. So I'm upset that you got away with all you had to do was pee down your leg. <laughs> we we have a, we have a lot in common there. Um, I think I have some other stuff
2: I wanted to ask you. Uh, this Can is. Can I just go back real quick to yeah the hacking stuff. How how do people protect themselves from that kind of thing? How, what what's the best way to, to protect yourself from being hacked? For, from which part having your car your, stolen your by the head door. Light? Yeah, your garage door opener, you know, uh your whatever, your your Yeah, proxy well, hacking, case, I know in the, that one's separate.
0: Yeah, yeah, in this case in the in the garage door, you know, you know, check out your your the company's security stuff. What are people talking about? You know, don't you know the the you know you have um, like we. I was talking about it on the show that we we had a at Naxo we had a, a third party vendor and we found a flaw in their system. We could break into their system very easily, um, and so we got the CEO on the phone and he just tells us, "Ah, eh, security is not that big a deal." So, you know, we dropped them. So, you know, realize that, you know, security is important, especially in something that, you know, locks your garage door. So, you know, do a little research on that company and whether they're, you know, people are out there talking about flaws. But, you know, if it's a zero day vulnerability in their app, you're just not going to know about it. So, there's you know, just stay on top of it if they're, you know, if something you do hear about something like that. But like like the proxy jacking, you know, that really is kind of scary that people are out there selling their Internet access. Um, for other people to use because like i said on the show like the fbi is going to show up at your door and think that you are trading child exploitation pictures um you know even though that you're ready you know it's going to take you a while to explain that's not you um so you can protect yourself pretty easy that way by not making the nine dollars and 20 cents a month by selling your internet access
1: (laughs) and that's all (laughs) that that is right people are selling their access from the state's to people that may not have access to things in their country. And it's that that's what proxy hacking is uh taking advantage of.
0: Proxy jacking.
1: Jacking. Jacking.
0: That's yeah. Uh, so yeah. So it's like people want to watch, you know, Netflix in America and stuff like that. Yeah. You know, and don't want to get, you know, because you know the Netflix and all that are are, are uh yeah, cutting specific. off uh, VPNs were the big thing for a while, getting a VPN over here so you can do it, but now
2: yeah, it's a whack a mole type thing for that. They they know those IP blocks. Mm-hmm. Ah, okay. So, based on the region you're at, if you want to access content from another region, you. Buy somebody else's IP or or jack their IP and then you can do that. Are, are VPNs less I'm not effective? suggesting you do that, but that right. is the way you can do it. Are, are VPNs right,
1: right. less effective anymore? Is that what I'm hearing you say? I, I don't use one. Um, but I well, are, are they no. not what they used to be? They're or? less
0: effective for use for viewing content that you're not supposed to view. They're they're very effective for securing your data from your point, uh-huh. from one point to another. Yeah, if you're traveling to an airport and just hopping on like free Wi-Fi, um, you know, all that information's in the clear. Um, mm. you, you, you know, so if you run it through a VPN, it's encrypted all the way from your computer, all the way to the other computer. So you can hop on free wifi and not worry about that sort of right, thing. Right. Got it. Got you it, got
1: would it. never plug your phone into like a charging station at a mall or an airport, right?
0: No, I, I don't even plug my phone into like the USB at a, uh, at a uh, hotel. Like I bring the block and, and plug it into the power. I would I never, never that. plug it into yeah. one of those things.
1: Okay. Nice. Too That's vulnerable, nice, right? Too.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you never know what's on the other side. Just like, I mean, you've all—I'm sure you've all seen like the the credit card skimmers on gas pumps. Yeah. Yep. The same things that they put over the the front of a USB port. Yeah. You know, it just looks like a little cover, and there's like you know a, a computer board behind it, uh, and you know it's. Downloading, You know, your phones are pretty good about saying, should I, you know, trust this device and all that sort of thing. Uh, but, you know, if you have older phones or older devices, you know, it, it, it can, you know, download malware or steal all your shit, whatever you want to do. And
1: like you said, if yeah. there's a zero day vulnerability, you're never going to be
2: able to stop that. Like, yeah. Yep. Nope. Um, can you explain zero day just for listeners that don't know?
0: So a zero day or an O day, some people call it, um, is a vulnerability in software or hardware that even the manufacturer doesn't know about. Um, so the day they figure it out and they patch it, that becomes day one. But until that you have a zero day and the hackers, you know, this is really what they're doing and the government, you know, that's what they're doing to, to get into devices is they're having these, these vulnerabilities that have not been patched and there's no, no
2: secure way of, uh, of fixing the the vulnerability. So essentially it's the window of time that they have the ability to exploit that, um, whatever issue in the software or hardware is before anybody knows about it. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Okay.
1: I have, um, I have a couple of questions that are kind of unrelated to anything else, but I keep forgetting to ask you after you're not here. Okay. Um, when, were you in the F- when were you in the FBI?
0: I EOD'd, uh, enter on duty, in May 2nd of 05. Okay. And then I left in the first day of March of 14. Okay. So you were there
1: entirely post-Louis Free being there. Was there any... Do you have any impression of Louis Free?
0: I met him once. Um, he was well liked inside the bureau. Um, I, I thought he was nice the the one time I met him, but I, I never worked with him. I never, you know, got orders from him or anything like that.
1: Uh, the, so my line of questioning is: I, uh, I don't know, Alan. Did you listen to the whole podcast on uh, Sandusky? I did. Yeah. So we both listened to a podcast series that. You know, like any documentary series, their objective is to persuade you. And I I try to, you know, make myself not as vulnerable to just being manipulated by it. But I found it to be pretty persuasive that Sandusky definitely had boundary issues and probably was a bigger creep than Michael Jackson, let's say, but probably didn't do what he had been accused of. And it's Mm -hmm. like 17 parts uh, and each part is like two to three hours long. I'm not going to be able to summarize it in a way that's going to persuade you. But one of their episodes was like four hours motherfucking Louis free. Um, And that just starting from Ruby Ridge to Waco to Richard Jewell. um, And then he was basically, he wrote the free report about uh, what happened at Penn state. And it basically exonerated the, um, the board of trustees. I, I don't really know where this question is leading to, especially since you said you don't really have much of an opinion on him, but.
0: I mean, he was well liked because he was an agent. He was the first director that was an agent before. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. So no other, all the directors were like, you know, federal judges and all that sort of thing. So he was, he was an agent who then became a prosecutor and then made his way up as to be a judge and come over. So he's well liked, but you know, uh, so that, that. That the stuff that happened under him, it happened, you know, like, you know, bad calls, but they're not all his calls. Um, I'm not making excuses for him. And and then, you know, for writing the Penn State thing, he was a paid gun. Yes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So that's not surprising. His firm, I'm sure, made millions and millions of dollars. I've heard it was seven million.
1: Yeah, it was seven million. Yeah. He wrote that report exonerating them um, in less than two weeks, released it during uh, the all-star break in baseball. So it's the only sports story to come out. And, um, yeah, yeah, there's a lot of stuff there that's, uh, oh, his wife got, uh, partial ownership on a three, three million dollar property, um, for another job that he exonerated somebody for. It was just very suspicious. And I don't know. I also am aware that, you know, you do private stuff post your career. And I, I, I would never sit here and besmirch your character in that way. Um, but you know, what, what, what's the line there? Like how you could see somebody doing that, being a hired gun just to just to prove what they're hired for. I mean, like, that is different than what you're doing. I don't mean to motherfuck you as well.
0: Yeah, no, no. <laughs> Unfortunately, yeah, no, I have a line. I, do, I don't defend child exploitation. Anyone that does anything with... with- child exploitation again and it's you know it probably pretty pretty easy sometimes because those investigations go so quickly and are you know you can come up with one mistake and then get them off but i have no desire in that Mm -hmm. um i i work you know i've worked for defense attorneys you know for people that's been arrested but for the fbi um you know i did a big case in vermont for uh, the sec the sec had charged a guy and we essentially got him off um you know he you know we found mistakes in the government's case um and and so you know it's the, the nature of the work.
2: Yeah. Right. Yeah. And you have the skill set in the background, so it makes perfect sense that you would
0: Yeah. no I, I would I personally won't compromise and, and, and lie and go and, you know go against sure. it anything like that. But you know there you well, I mean, you, you write it the facts that are there and you shine the best light on the good facts and you just kind of try to keep some of the sometimes that happens. I mean I, I yeah. mean
1: nobody makes nobody sense. wanted to believe that how do I say this right? It it was very comforting to believe that everything we'd heard about Sandusky was true so that we could just say he did it and get it over with and be done thinking about it like spit I didn't go to that podcast hoping to you know have my mind changed I wanted it to be the way it was this guy was a monster and you know because because now it's the whole story you live through plus maybe that was wrong so it's like it's it's better to believe that you got him I guess is what I'm trying to say uh, so all those incentives are aligned I mean I'm sure he believes that he was just putting the nail in the coffin and getting that over with, um, which has got to be pretty tempting uh, from that perspective too.
0: Are you talking about Louis, Louis was putting yeah. the nail in the coffin on that? Yeah. 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 But yeah. And he was, you know, paid to show that they are on one side, you know, he's working for one side and, right. you know, Didn't you know? I'm sure they did bad things. He did, I'm sure he talked about it somewhere in there. I'm sure he didn't shine a light on it though. But that's so Um, sleazy because
1: you're using the power of the former head. It's not you, dude, it's the head of the FBI, man. Like, yeah, all right.
0: Well, the FBI's lost a lot of of credentials uh, recently, you know. So, let
1: let me ask you that. So, how does this leak, um, I, you know, I don't, I, I I really don't even see a connection in it, but do you think the fact that we are now dealing with there's going to be someone that was arrested for leaking sensitive documents. And we have two presidents that have um, leaked documents in their residence that were
0: found in the last year.
2: Classified documents. Yeah, they shouldn't have
0: had yeah, yeah.
1: Do, <laughs> that, does this affect those cases, in your opinion?
0: A hundred percent. If I'm the defense attorney, I'm bringing that up. You know, if you know possession, if if the charge is anything about possession, um, you know those charges, you know, I'm going to be able. Well, these people should be charged too. You know, mm-hmm. there was a vice president in there. Mm-hmm. I think there's some generals who mm-hmm. they found some paperwork in their houses. Um, yeah, it's I, it, you know, why are they different?
1: Either we didn't ask yeah. you about it, or it came up after we had you on last. What are your thoughts on that? Is that just these people have things they shouldn't be taking them home with them? Um, all of a sudden we started ha- having a fine tooth comb. Is it too many things are classified? Like what, what, what are, what are do you have a handful of thoughts on that you can share?
0: Um, I mean, I, I, have never taken classified documents home. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Seems pretty um, easy to not do, to do right? Yeah. But, but the amount of classified information that goes across the president's desk, if, if it's not all, you know, and then his handlers bring it with him onto the house and it goes to the plane and the house and then it just gets mishandled. I mean, I, 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 I find it hard to believe the president, you know, is the responsible for shredding things or putting things in the proper disposal place and all that. Um, you know, the Trump stuff, you know, I've heard there's rumors that he was keeping some of that stuff to, you know, prove certain things that he said were, you
2: know, maybe later. Um, but
1: sell things. Yeah, I don't know. That, that, that was all yeah. insinuations.
2: Or, or because he yeah. thought it was cool to have to you know, <laughs> show, show people at dinner or whatever, <laughs> that kind of thing as well has been floated out there. But, yeah, I mean, I guess. When you handle that much classified information, it, it kind of maybe does lose a little bit of the uh, the weight of it when you see that stuff just coming across your desk all day, every day, right?
0: Yeah. I mean the president gets a daily briefing that it would, I think it would freak out 99% of Americans if they yeah. read, read it. I right, mean right. it's it's insane what some of the stuff that he sees. Absolutely.
1: Well – I don't think I have much more, Alan. I mean, I think we could start talking. It's, it's tempting. Every time at the end of a talk with you, I'm like, let's just talk about Big O and Dukes. But I don't think the
0: listeners want <laughs> to hear us talk
1: about
2: that. <laughs> yeah, I think we're good, man. We really appreciate you having coming on the show. Uh, a lot of great insight for, obviously, a huge story this week.
1: So. Yeah, thanks Thank for making so the yeah, time, you, man.
0: Thanks for having me on. You guys, anytime you need me, just reach out and I'll, I'll jump on. You guys are a fun talk. Hell yeah. Awesome. Man. We appreciate it, man. So, Thank you so much. All Cheers. right. Have a good one. Right. You too. Cheers. Bye.
1: You see why everybody should be listening to hacker in the Fed. that guy's cool as fuck Damn it. That, no he's not he put he put lars in prison I keep, cool I keep forgetting i keep forgetting he's so charming he makes me forget every time like i was asking in the group <laughs> chat if they had any questions and Thrash's like no i hate him and i'm like oh yeah that's right <laughs> i do too and i'm like no he's so
2: charming i don't i don't hate him i think he was doing his job man yeah, 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 uh doing his job, and man. hacker and the fed listeners check it out great show um him and hector have really good chemistry
1: Um, this is not to say that any of the other shows were bad they get better and they've just gotten better as they've done more
2: they're kind of hitting their stride yeah Yeah. they really are yeah
0: yeah
1: yeah um well let's uh let's try to do a show without editing anything alan let's go right on into our headlines if you're ready
2: yeah let's do it all
1: right um i don't know where they are i'm scrolling if you're ready (laughs) if you see something start talking
2: Okay, um, well, do you so you had a couple of links here. I don't know if you wanted to play a couple of these. Uh, or, no, no, no. Those I are sh-
1: those are potential show opens. Now I have to edit. Thanks, Alan.
2: <laughs> oh, <bad>. Okay. All <laughs> right. So, I'll, I'll, so we only have a few headlines. Um, I thought this one was interesting. I don't really think I've seen too much about it elsewhere. So Dude. Myanmar's military conducted airstrikes targeting a village in the country's northwest Sagang region. W- way shared Attack these in po- the group chat, man. Fucking brutal. Not... Like, well, really? See, I... Uh, I've been in my in the group chat with work and stuff. But uh, okay, do you have more insight then?
1: Just the the pictures are fucking horrendous, man. Like, first of all, you know, it's like when you imagine what it must have been like in Vietnam, you're like, this is lush, pristine, beautiful jungle. And then there's Mm -hmm. just man's hostility towards man. Um, you know there there's a series of pictures that I don't recommend anyone sees. When you see the little warning on Instagram, and you have to click "See Post," just don't, don't. click. Yeah, just don't. Don't do it. Um yeah. it's you know, it's to call it a village is um, it looks like it looks like permanent camping. I guess I would call it that. Mm. Uh, and then that had been uh, shot by an airstrike, so you know, tents and tarps are in just ragged everywhere. pieces up in the in the trees. Bodies are strewn everywhere in some of the pictures and then in other pictures, obviously there was, um, an effort to put all the bodies in one place. And that was equally disturbing. Um, so we don't talk so about, report- and nobody talks about what's going on in Myanmar. You know, it's, it's almost forgotten about, and you know, they, they share a border with China, man. Like that's, that's, that's something that can really. I don't know where I'm going with it because it's just I'm torn between the human rights violations and just the abuses. And then also the geopolitical game that's
2: played there as well. The the militias there are
1: fucking heroes, man. The, 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 The people are fighting back and that's why this is happening.
2: That's why it's happened. Yeah. So the attack reportedly killed approximately 100 people. Uh, the crowd was attending a ceremony held by opponents of military control of the government. So um, people are fighting back, but, you know, the military definitely has the upper hand. Um, Aung San Suu Kyi is still you know, being held um, under house arrest, I believe. Um, you know, after she even kind of stand for the what was happening, um, they still took her out. Um and it's just right back where it was. Um, it's it's a horrific situation and yeah, it doesn't get enough press. No, it absolutely.
1: Doesn't. Thanks for putting that as the first headline, man. That that really yeah. deserves yeah. to get more more coverage. Um, you want me to do this next one? Yeah. Okay. Senator Feinstein of California asked Senate Majority Leader Schumer to temporarily replace her on the Judiciary Committee amid an extended absence from Washington as the 89-year-old recovers from shingles. <laughs> Yeah, uh, the request followed calls for her resignation by two Democrats. And while you look that up, I think I have a sound. Or I mean, sorry, while you why, why don't you vamp for me? I have a sound.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um, so obviously shingles, something, a topic. Uh, i don't Near and dear isn't, isn't the right term, but but very close to my heart. Um, yeah. So she I said, you know, take me off the committee. I'm not going to be present for a while. There were calls from. Like you said, two House Democrats to, you know, that she should just resign. Also calls, obviously, on the Republican side that she should resign as well. Um, I don't know. People get sick. Senators get sick. um, And they don't have to resign because of that. Um, So, I don't know. That doesn't make sense to me.
1: Yeah. She's also 89. She is also 89. There is that. Why don't you just, like, if someone can replace you,
2: just fucking replace you. like should we have a should we have a maximum age for like sure feels senators like it, and,
1: right like
2: I don't know I mean I, we have minimum ages,
1: yeah, actually that's a good point, right yeah um yeah. what would you set that max at though?
2: I don't know, and you'd be you'd be accused of being ageist to do that, but fucking
1: accuse um, people of whatever you fucking feel like who cares <laughs> that's like,
2: true yeah. it's true uh yeah, I don't know I don't hmm. know maybe seventy five I don't know
1: yeah yeah 75 you could still be spry yeah my grandma was a raging good cunt up until she died at 93 i mean like it's
2: some people have it
1: yeah yeah some people have it. i don't have the clip that i want um i had a bunch of um PSAs for getting checked for shingles and I I saved them all to taunt you with, and they're just not here. (laughs) I guess that's a good thing. I'm sorry. Uh, all right. Yeah. You
2: talked to me on, on the show. Like I want to say two or three weeks in a row with them back in the day. Yeah.
1: You'd think think I would have saved enough jabs in. Yeah, that's true. Okay. Um, I wish you got a jab in before you got shingles. I should get my own jab. That was the point of that. If we all get our guys, get your shingles shots. It's not worth it. And apparently it's not a matter of being too young for it.
2: Yeah. Yeah. You can get them at relatively young ages. Um, so, and shingles sucks. I can't emphasize it enough. I'm a year out over a year out from getting it and I still have symptoms.
1: Yeah. Um, I am I'm teasing Alan a lot. I sit here and I watch him. He doesn't say it most of the time, but it's constantly rubbing the right above the eye. Like, you know, it's just like, it bothers me. Yeah. (laughs) it's and, And I I, just, I hate some days you.
2: are worse than others, but I, it, it sucks.
1: I, I hate to see you going through it and I wouldn't want it to happen to me. I don't want it to happen to anybody that I care about like this. So yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. Um, yeah, get yourself taken care of. All right. Um, do we, I think,
1: I don't know. Do we want this one? I, uh, I, this I, one. just the Manhattan DA is the, what? Blocking a subpoena. He's, Isn't he also suing?
2: Oh, okay. Yeah, sure. Go ahead. Uh, Jim Jordan, uh, tried to, um, Try to get the documents that they're, they have to use against the prosecution of Trump um, and Bragg is suing to stop that subpoena. So I don't know. that I don't seems
1: like that's not the position of Congress, right? Like the legislative branch is supposed to be separate if Congress gets yeah. it. And then they would have the prosecution's case before the legislative branch can pr- perform its function. Is that
2: the judicial branch? Thank you, thank you, Jesus. Yes. So, th- so
1: yeah, the judicial branch would not be able to do its separate function, which checks the legislative. The, the legislative can correct. check it in a different way, but not prior to the trial. That's that's obstructing justice.
2: I mean, I, that's certainly one way to, one way to put it. I I think that Bragg will be successful in blocking a subpoena. I don't think it makes any sense to, to the point you just made. Is attempting
1: so. to attempting to obstruct justice? <laughs>
2: Is that well? I don't think he's going to be charged with obstruction of justice if okay. that's what you mean. But okay. yeah, I think I think that it will be blocked.
1: All right. Um, a California—that was California. A gunman killed at least five people. Why did they say at least? Did somebody else die the next day? So the numbers yeah, are weird. I, this headline came out the next day. So there was a shooting great. in yep. Louisville. It was weird. It was a 25-year-old male, um, very handsome. I don't I don't care for this. I don't care for people <laughs> that look like when you see the picture of the shooter, you're like. I've had no problem not identifying with any of these shooters from Columbine up until this dude. And all of a sudden, I'm like, that guy looks like just a normal fucking bank. He worked at the bank, didn't he?
2: He did. Um, and he streamed the attack online. Ah, oh, God. Um, That's the fucking. He was killed by police. So did,
1: um, is there anything that came forward about his motive since then? or?
2: Um, I haven't read anything. Although I do have, actually, I'm just going to pull this up. Not related, but also, a, a, I'm sorry, did you have more to say no, on that? No, no, no. Okay.
1: Um, you know me, I try to get out of so, these gun conversations as quick as I can because I can't defend <laughs> my beliefs.
2: So we talked on the show, what, a week ago yeah. about the stabbing of Bob Lee, the uh, oh, yeah. CEO of, of Cash App, um, and how really there was, at, at that point, there wasn't any leads. They didn't really know what's going on. Um, they arrested a guy today uh, for oh. the stabbing. Uh, I was a 38 year old um, also kind of a tech guy. Um, he ran some sort of tech company in Emeryville over here. Wait wait wait, the guy um, that I- ch- that stabbed
1: him that was arrested is another tech bro. So before yes. you finish this, one of the things that's been going around on this was that um, there's a whole Atlanta didn't ever a about it that um, there's three there's been three crypto bros that have been killed in the last like six months or something. And the person that shared it with me, I was like, "Well, what are the stories on the other two? Was it suspicious? Did they not know anything about them, or did they just die?" And people are connecting dots. Uh, seems like this takes this dot out of that. Uh, yeah. Constellation.
2: Um. So, just I'll get back to that, but okay. um, so the the cops are stating that he did know. Um, they, they knew each other. So wow. The person that stabbed him knew him. Wow. Um, there's still no indication of motive or anything like that. Was it a lovers' quarrel, might, or did
1: they were they jealous
2: over a woman? Unknown. Um, the, uh, the, the founder of cash up, the CEO, um, has two daughters in San Francisco who live with his ex-wife. He doesn't live in the city anymore, but he comes back often for business reasons. And he was here on a business trip when they apparently met unknown how that happened. Wait, wait, clarify. Are
1: you talking about the dead person?
2: Yes. So the dead person, um, his ex-wife and two daughters live in San Francisco. So he comes here to visit them sometimes and also for business. Mm -hmm. Uh, Came, yeah. Um, unknown as what what kind of beef there might have been between these two guys, if if, if any. So okay. we don't know. OK, right well, there'll now. be but more. On I just that, thought it yeah. was an interesting update to that. Yeah. Story.
1: Yeah. Uh, and you in. don't have to have an update about the conspiracy part. We can move on from that.
2: Uh, oh, I was going to say, so I think there are people drawing connections. I, I've seen sort of out there in the ether, people drawing connections with that and the release of the, the Fed mm-hmm. going cashless, that, that cashless currency. like a, I mean, I'm a open to it. I just of. don't see it. I don't either. I don't, That's what I was going to say. I don't see the yeah. connection to it at all. Yeah. all uh, right. Also, whenever I see
1: Cash App, I always want to say the way Joe Rogan always did his commercial for it, where you go, the
2: motherfucking Cash App. <laughs> I remember that. I remember. Uh, all right, your turn. Uh, the U.S. deployed the USS Florida. Oh, no. This oh, you is, guys are in trouble
1: a... now. We're sending Florida after y'all? <laughs> oh, fuck. I didn't know that.
2: It's a nuclear-powered submarine to the Middle East. What could possibly go wrong? Relocation (laughs) is an apparent show of force against Iran after recent attacks by Iran-backed groups against U.S. bases in Northeast Syria.
1: Get get through the headline as much as you can because I have an unrelated question that I'll ask you. So let's talk seriously on that first. Um, Traditionally, we don't put these submarines somewhere with our adversaries knowing that. For us to be Mm -hmm. telegraphing this, it means, Hey, y'all better not do anything wild right like we want you to know yeah yeah normally we don't want them to know that the sub that's the whole point of a submarine is that you don't know (laughs) you don't know we could have sent an aircraft carrier if we wanted to yeah right 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 Mm, okay uh so they're sending florida to the middle east alan what is the middle east of florida sorry what is the florida of (laughs) the the florida of the middle East. yeah the middle east of florida is clearly tampa but what's the florida of the middle east (laughs) Uh, oh my god, the Middle East of Florida is Tampa. If Tampa does anything cool, where do people celebrate? On a boat, out on the water. Like, there isn't anything on land that you like to do. Uh, the only people there are rich, old people, um, uh, and poor. <laughs> Dude, I'm onto something here. <laughs> <laughs> you
2: you kind of are. Uh, Florida, the Middle East, uh, would that be like, be- like, I was gonna say Beirut? I don't know, that's mm. Lebanon. Um, i think lebanon maybe okay there's some wild shit in lebanon yeah
1: yeah big factories blowing up and shit yeah yeah yeah
2: Yeah. nobody still
1: no no answer to that they stopped they dropped they dropped the investigation into that
2: yeah also a lot of partying in lebanon too
1: yeah i think you're i think you know what you're right because it was uh beirut was the paris of the middle east right isn't that what they used to say yeah they used to say that yeah they used to say that uh oh my turn China conducted three days of military drills following a meeting between uh, the Taiwan president and the House Speaker la- last week. Um, these drills went on over the weekend and early this week. They included simulated strikes on key targets in Taiwan. They also followed it up with, hey, we're going to have a no-fly zone over here. Yep. And then the next day they're like, okay, never mind. But not because you guys were upset. It's like, okay, China.
2: Right. <laughs> you got more true. on that. Yeah, they, they backed up on that pretty quickly i, I don't have more. i have a lot about what's going
1: on right now in china for next week's big show um from china cool. uncensored I, I actually i'll send you the link to that china uncensored just 11 minutes long it's, it was a really good one uh and listeners if you guys are interested in the stuff we talk about regarding china you'll know more than us if you watch every episode of china uncensored i only watch like every three shout out to way yeah. for getting me turned on to that show uh no
2: it's it's a great show that the uh the host is is Quite funny and can be a little snarky, but yeah. uh, but he's he's good. good I think. Yeah,
1: I agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Plus, he's, he's right, a good guy, be... so it's fine.
2: Yeah, I'm gonna combine these next two kay. headlines. Um, they're both econ essentially. So, the consumer price index rose five percent in March from a year ago, uh, just below estimates of five point one, and down uh, from six percent in February. So, still, we're still dealing with inflation, not as bad as it has been, uh, but it's still there. Um, the U.S. economy added two hundred thirty-six thousand jobs in March just below expectations of 238,000 and cooling from 326,000 in February. Um, still pretty damn good. Unemployment rate fell to three and a half percent, very low unemployment rate historically. Um, so there you go. There's some econ headlines.
1: Yeah, but didn't the Fed, someone came out today, someone came out yesterday and said they, they're they predicting a mild recession by the end of
2: 2023. Oh, I didn't see that. Was yeah. it Yellen?
1: No, uh, it was unusual whales. But they were they were recapping somebody else uh, saying it here. I don't want to edit, Alan. I'm just going to throw it out. Okay. there. believe me. Believe me, Alan. Okay. I saw it on the Internet. I, belie- I believe you. All right. OK, All right. do you want to get into this? I have one thing for in other news. Uh, I couldn't open it. It's a New York Times article. Do you still take the New York Times? I do. I do. <laughs> you like the way I ask that, don't you?
2: I do. So that' For listeners that don't know, that's a callback to the way Rob Spiewak used to <laughs> But it. But Rob Spiewak
1: does it because that's the way old people used to say things. That's like, the
2: way old, yeah. yes, exactly. <laughs> 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 All right, so the headline is, Witnesses asked about Trump's handling of map with classified information. Is this that um, map
1: where he drew a, a little extra cone on the uh, the hurricane projection? Or the tornado?
2: Yeah. <laughs> or whatever, the hurricane, yeah. Uh, no. So the nature of the map and information it contained is not clear, uh, but the investigators have questioned a number of witnesses about it. According to people with knowledge of the matter, as a special counsel overseeing the Justice Department's Trump-focused inquiries, Jack Smith examines his handling of classified materials. So, okay, so Jack Smith's looking
1: into the classified documents. It's a different guy overseeing January 6th? Yes. I mean, it's, it's hard to keep all this. I'm not doing this to make fun of Trump. It is hard to keep all of his cases straight in my head, man. There's so much happening.
2: There's so much happening. Yeah. So they're saying he might have shown the map to various people, including potentially a journalist, um, and that the map may have contained classified information. They're not specific as to what the information okay. might have been. So mm-hmm. that's, yeah, that's there more there. But they So he is questioning witnesses um, about that topic. So.
1: He made a lot of money in small donations after he was indicted. And, and it was like right before the first quarter campaign, like filing notice came in and if he didn't have all the boost from the indictment and all the small donations that came in from that, he would have had really bad campaign, um, fundraising to report, Mm -hmm. which I'm, I'm leading to, that's going to be really hard to reproduce in a lagging economy. Mm. So in a lagging economy, it's gonna be a lot harder to get low dollar donations that equal to a high dollar amount, right?
2: Yeah, I would agree. I would agree. Can you say so, that better I mean, than me? I feel like al- I'm
1: not doing that effectively.
2: His strength has always been strength. that not only strength. does he have very his strength has always been that not only does he have very wealthy donors, he also has a very large base people that are willing to contribute small donations, um, which add up, right? Um, but in the economy that we are currently in, and potentially, like you said, going to a recession, uh, those smaller donations, those those people are going to get squeezed worse a little bit more uh, by this economy, and less likely to contribute, or if they do not as much or as often.
1: You know, I've found that if you squeeze the base more, it actually helps inflate the rest, though. <laughs> Just like if you're trying to work it in and you aren't quite there yet, then that kind of helps, you know, for like the next thirty seconds. I uh,
2: I can I can concur. Yeah. I can't, Especially can't as confirm. you get older, yes. kids. <laughs> <laughs> All right, should we get into media? Yeah, definitely. What have you been watching, bud? So actually, I was trying to think of what I've been watching for the show. I I watched more Poker Face, which I really P- like. Po- that show, po- by the way, face. it's very what good. What was that about? I don't um, remember.
1: I think you told me about it on
2: here. It's like the it's like the new version of uh, what was the old uh, the the God damn it, what gonna, the cop Columbo. It's like the new oh, version yeah. of Columbo. Yeah, uh huh. But with the it's a woman lead. So you um, said that,
1: and nobody told you that it's like Columbo, right?
2: Actually, I think um, I think Tim did. Oh, okay.
1: So a normal person that we know. Yeah, yeah. I've heard other people on like the podcast I listen to talk about that show, and they call it the new Columbo as well, which I thought is pretty fucking cool. Good job, guys.
2: Oh, that's yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah. Good job. Uh, it's it's very good. <laughs> that every was you saying good
1: job like to Tim a... after I said good job to you. Is that what yeah. that was? Okay. Yeah, right, yeah that's
2: exactly. Uh, exactly. Every episode is like a standalone. Uh, so, yeah. um, but it's the same. You know, it's the same character. She just moves moves around. I see. Um, yeah, very funny. Um, yeah, just really cool. I like it a lot. Um, I also picked up a new podcast. It's called Long Shadow, uh, The Rise of the American Far Right. Oh, this is the damn
1: it. That's what I meant to ask uh, Chris. I was going to say, when I was talking about how Louis Free was in charge of the FBI during Ruby Ridge, Waco, and basically the, the beginning of the modern American uh, militia movement, and the, you could say the modern far right, it all birthed from Louis Free's, maybe not his direct actions, but his FBI's actions.
2: Yeah. I mean, so this is, so this is the second season of that show. Um, and they only have one episode out so far this season and it is all about Waco essentially. Oh, Um,
1: it's Waco season. I I made an Instagram reel about that. It's kind of cool. I'm sure uncle (laughs) Teddy would be really fucking happy to see that we're making money off of these. Like,
2: (laughs) yeah, I don't think a lot of people realize that Alex Jones essentially like blew up on the scene after Waco. Mm. Um, They talk about that in the episode. I I wasn't aware. Let's cram earthworms up our area. He built a church on the side of where the Branch Davidian compound was in Mount Carmel. Really? Did you know that? I didn't know that. No, I didn't Um, know that. Because he was a public access guy in Texas when this happened. Yeah. And so he really connected to that. And there's, you know, everything that birthed from that kind of leads us to where we are. So, I mean, you could say Alex Jones really blew up and came on the scene after Waco. That was Hmm. his sort of birthplace almost um in the media um and then everything else that came from that like, like you said ruby ridge and all that and they're going to get to all that ruby they've kind of already telegraphed that, yeah. where they're go, where they're going um but I, I really like it i think it's good the first season was about uh 9-11 um sort of going back and covering all, every, everything that happened with 9-11 also very mm. good but uh, I'm, I'm enjoying this one so far
1: uh, I'm glad you brought up Waco. That was so. I've been watching that documentary you uh, re- recommended on Netflix. Yeah, Netflix. Mm-hmm. yeah, I'm through episode two. We, you know, it's just not something you want to watch all three in a row of. Uh, especially when you know the yeah. story, you're like, I, hey, I don't want to see more. Yeah. I'll come back to it's this because it's good time. enough that yeah. you want to finish it, but you just don't want to finish it. You know, you want to watch Seinfeld afterwards or something. A little palate cleanser. Yeah, I need
2: a palate cleanser. Yeah, yeah.
1: but uh, that, you know, just call me fucking crazy, man. Perhaps that wasn't the best way to execute a search warrant.
2: Yeah, and so actually they talk about that in in this uh, episode, this first episode of Long Shadow, too, of the uh, ATF claimed in their post... Uh, if you're going to you know, tell me uh, they said uh,
1: that the branch of Davidians shot first, that's not the point that matters.
2: No, 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 okay. no. They claimed that Koresh never left the compound, so the only way they could take him was to go in by force. But... <laughs> reporting shows that he was in town all the time people report seeing him all the time outside of the compound i don't know that that even matters
1: i don't know if that even matters you don't have to do it in that way like you go up and you like you 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 commence the dialogue that was the first time they interacted with them was when they did that
2: yeah but the the point they make on the episode is just
1: actually no that's bullshit in, they had it they had the guy inside they had the inside guy in the branch of the guy, yeah. that guy snuck out the like the day of the raid luckily in time yeah. so like no every fucking thing about that was sleazy and wrong by the government they could have done that in a way that wouldn't have put because here it put those agents lives at risk I know I come on here and I'm like, Oh, the government's bad. And these guys were in the right, They're like eh, man, throw that shit out the window. Like people died because of the way you executed
2: that. And then, yeah, and then, I mean, so just the point, the point that they lied about Koresh not leaving the compound is the, the point they make is just, look, if they were going to arrest this dude, they could have just walked up to him on the street yeah. and arrested him. They I wanted to do it that
1: way. Thing. It feels that way. it's like,
2: well, they wanted to do it that way because they were their um, their budget was, was upcoming gonna, the next month. They to wanted to make a word. splash. The whole thing.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's so upsetting. Uh, you know, if only we talked to someone that was in the FBI. Like, you know, <laughs> <laughs> we ended the interview saying, "I don't have any more questions for you." <laughs> Here we are. Uh, okay, uh, I watched that. I also been watching on Netflix. Highly recommend the series Beef. It's um I've never heard of it. What is it's it? It's brand new dog. It's Ali Wong and uh, Glenn from Walking Dead. He has a name and I just can't remember right now. Uh, fucking great man. Uh, you want to hear the pitch just what what it's about? Yeah,
2: yeah.
1: Guys having a bad day. He goes into his car. He goes to back out. This is the first 5 minutes of the show. First 5 minutes of the show. I cuz Natasha watched the first episode without me and then we watched it again together. Um I so I like 5 minutes in What I'm about to describe happens and I look at her. I'm like, is this what the show is going to be about? She's like, yep. I'm like the whole series. She's like, yes. So guys having a bad day, he's sitting in his car. He's trying to back out of a parking stall. But for some reason, a lady in uh, like a Lexus SUV stops in the parking lot right behind him. And it's like he's absentmindedly sitting there. And so he can't back out. So he honks at her and then she flips him off and then drives off. And then he loses his fucking shit. And it's just all about two people that hate each other over, you know, have ha- having a bad day and two people crossing paths at the wrong time. In a way, it's so fucking believable. In a way, it's like watching a fantasy of what you want to do, but you have self-control, right? <laughs> and you're like, I shouldn't do that because it would actually ruin my life and, you know, be violence and blah, blah, blah. But like, in a way, you're like, oh God, it would feel so good to just lose all control and live this like in a video game where you could just reset
2: afterwards. <laughs> so is this a drama? Uh, or, yeah, it's a I drama. comedy when I think Ali Wong. I,
1: yeah, it's a drama that's funny at times. Okay. But it's, ve- it's a drama. It's big time drama. And there's like relationship stuff in there where i was like all right i think we watched three episodes they're only 30 minutes long dude like you can go through oh, it nice. pretty quick but i was just like at one point i was like look this is enough like like you know i'm sitting here with my girlfriend having a good night just, I, i've seen enough relationship <laughs> struggle like i don't trauma need, yeah, yeah 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 really really i love ellie Wong, so I, yeah. I, I look forward to checking it out i cool. can't recommend it enough man Um, yeah. Do you want to get into pottery barn or house of representatives? What, what do we call this game?
2: Yeah. Pottery Barn or house of representatives. Yeah.
1: Okay. Um, I think I made a list last, let me go to last week's sheet. I think I have my, uh, house. Can you, while I, can you vamp for me while I look at my list? What's this about?
2: Yeah, in fact, I'm I'm not gonna look down because I don't know if you locked stuff out or not. Um, I just got a quick glimpse. So I don't know what any of it means. So okay, um, I, It's still going to be a fair game, but because mm-hmm. um, you have some text down there, there's some people's names in different colors. I don't know what that yeah. is. Anyways, so I'm I'm scrolling back. Shit. Um, it didn't ruin it. It didn't ruin it. I didn't. I You're didn't supposed
1: it. to be explaining
2: the game. Oh, okay. So uh, is it going to be two sofas and one house member or two house members? Two house and one members
1: sofa? and one sofa.
2: Okay. So I have to pick the sofa. So essentially, uh, Dustin picks the names of two sofas from Pottery Barn's website, puts them together, just to make it sound like a name, and then he puts out two names of sort of obscure uh, members of the House of Representatives, and I have to fi- pick the uh, the sofa.
1: Nailed it. Okay.
2: All right. Yeah. Are you ready? I'm ready.
1: Okay. Turner Campbell.
2: Okay.
1: Earl Carter. Okay. Clay Higgins.
2: Oh, geez. This is hard. Higgins makes me think of Magnum P.I. Yeah. I actually knew a guy named Higgins before. Was he a Um, Vietnam
1: veteran or? Wait, Higgins was like Korean veteran, I think, right?
2: Wait, no, he was a
1: British guy. But he had like some special forces background that you found out on like a later episode.
2: Yeah, he was a British dude. Um, Can you repeat them one more time?
1: Yeah, of course. Turner Campbell. Okay. Earl Carter. (laughs) Clay Higgins. Why does Earl Carter make you laugh?
2: I don't know. It's just something about Earl makes me laugh. Because you want to go Earl. Earl. Yeah, yeah. Earl. Uh, Okay. I think it's it's between Clay Higgins and Turner Carter. Turner Campbell. I'm going to pick Turner Campbell.
1: Earl Carter. Clay Higgins.
2: I'm going to pick Turner Campbell. Is what? The sofa. Mother... Damn oh, no, it. Two... That's
1: three I'm... weeks in a row you got that right. Did I really? Yes. Hell yeah. God, that was the best one too. That might. All right. I'm going to run out of sofas pretty soon, but I'll pull up some more. You know uh, what?
2: Yeah. I'm sure you can find sofa names on other websites. I, didn't, I hadn't thought uh, of that. That's a
1: good point. I'll go anymore. to Ikea. It'll be like, all right, Bjork Fjernstuff. Uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> Um, let me ask you a question. We'll get out of here. Okay. All right. So for a question this week, let me scroll up. Um, do you want me just give you the, uh, the, uh, do you want, do you want me just give you the text I'm going to put into the meme I'm going to post on the anniversary of Waco? Sure. Okay. You know that meme format where it's a guy standing on the, like the railing, not standing, leaning on the railing, looking out at a field. And it's like, I bring a sort of blank.
2: Yes. vibe, that, blank they, energy to those, that. People don't like. Or yeah, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm.
1: I bring a sort of serving a search warrant for modified machine guns vibe that David Koresh really doesn't like. <laughs> 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 All right,
2: man. I'll talk to you later. Yeah. That was fun. Thanks. Cheers. Cheers. All right, man. That was a good episode. That was, I was having- it's so much fun having Chris on, dude. It's just it just flows, you know? Like, it, it really is. Yeah. Yeah. How fucking lucky are we to just I mean, just that's so random.
1: That we, <laughs> I agree. We I got mean, to, like like he was I hate to feel starstruck, especially when it's like transitive things, but like he was on Lex's pod. We yeah. he I heard him say something about driving into DC and listening to sports radio, and I was like, "Let's find this guy's email. I shoot him an email saying, I bet you I can guess what you were listening to because I listened to a, a radio show based out of DC around that time period. Was it The Junkies? Did you like Big O and Dukes? Also, will you come on our podcast? And he was like, yes, <laughs> yes, and yes. I'm just like, dude, fucking, like, yeah, what a small world, yeah. man. Small world. Stars aligned, yeah, bro. Stars yeah. aligned. Well, All right, I, I didn't cheers. hit stop until now, so cheers. Oh, cheers. When a guy's banging you. Y'all let me in his damn house. Oh, how about that?
0: Come in the name of peace. L-M-F-A-O. Is Kevin McCarthy a moron and if so,
1: why? Why would you say something that stupid? I come without explanations or solutions.
0: I'm a very sexy lady. Cat turd. I will not suffer this harlot. (laughs) How great an anti-American Marxist.
2: Ted Cruz, go fuck yourself. Read the news. China is asshole.
1: God bless the united
2: states <laughs> <laughs> now this is
1: podcasting